What a feed! Try to get stick on stick, limit those assisting plays. Passes off, there's the cut, and a goal! Absolutely mind-blowing. Terrific save, she takes it and scores! They don't make excuses, they keep believing. The woman up, they get the extra possession out of the false start. And there it is, a flamethrower from the stick. They turn good defense into a goal on the other end. Hello everyone, welcome back to Chicks with Sticks, episode 12, part 2 of our interview with Alex Lascalzo. Sorry, we talk so much and I know it's hard to listen to an episode that's an hour and 45 minutes, so we just wanted to put a little break in it. Hope you guys enjoy. So can you like, because I know in men's lacrosse, like we're taught like on defense, keep your stick in the lane to like, especially like when you're on a shot, like you follow, you follow the stick with your shot. Are you, can you yeah. stop, like, because I'm, like, with shooting space and everything, can you save, like, a shot with your stick? Yes. Not being a yes. goalie? There's okay. actually a sick picture of me from sophomore year with the, like, ball from a, from an eight meter in my stick. And I'm literally looking at it, like, no way. Because I didn't believe it happened. <laughs> it was so funny. Because I was about to say, if, would they, I was, if they didn't, if you're not allowed to, I was about to say, would they call shooting space on that? Yeah, no. As no, long as your stick is there first, you're okay. It's your body that is an issue. Right. Oh. Which is even stranger, but... <laughs> but so yeah. do people say, like, like in hockey, like, they like they do, like, uh, like body screens and then they shoot around them? Do girls do that in girls across? Is that, like, a thing? No. It's, I don't think that's allowed. Yeah. You, um... The... Same thing with literally everything else. The like rules for screens and picks are very um, strict. Like you can't, like it literally says in the, I don't know what the exact wording is, but it says something like you have to make your presence known or something like that when you're setting a pick. Like you yeah, have to be a blind pick, which yeah. completely defeats the purpose. Right. If then you see a pick coming, you just run around it. Correct. Right. What am I supposed to say? Hey, I'm setting a pick over here. Pretty much. Like, you have to, like, when you have your stick over here, you have to, like, bring it in front of you and, like, play, like almost, like, bring it right in front of you and, like, step, yeah, like, yeah, stone thing. Like, you're just. Oh, you have to, to gather yourself. Yeah, exactly. And you can't, and it can't be a moving pick. You have to completely plant your feet. So if they, like, move a little bit, then you just look like an idiot standing, like, with a pick and there's nobody around you. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, the, like, I, I'm asking a lot of questions right now. I'm very curious about the whole shooting space thing because it kind of <laughs> annoys me. But, um, so, yeah. like, did they call shooting space penalty on – or foul penalty, whatever. Um, on, uh, like, Delaney, let's say you're, like, on the same team as Cam, and Cam – then you're staying in front of Ash. And last second, Cam steps out of the way. Would they still call shooting space on you? Because you're, like, blocking the goalie from seeing? No, no, no. So it's all about it's all about the attacker coming in. So, yes. say, okay. so say, like, I'm down right by goal, where I usually play on the crease. And uh, Ash is in goal, whatever. Cam is my defender. I'm guarding her. I hear someone yell crash. I turn at the last second and step forward, like directly in front of the girl driving to goal. Even though I literally just turned and stepped, 
if I'm directly in front of that girl, that's going to be shooting space on me. Because even though I just turned because of how I was placed, she gets an eight meter in that shooting space, right. which one would argue, is that not the defender doing their job? Yeah. You're stopping the shot. Right. So the, yeah. So <laughs> shooting space but, has little yeah. to nothing to do with the goalie. Not, not little. It has nothing to do with the goalie. It's all about the angle of the defender and how they approach the attacker driving to goal because you're supposed to approach on a curve or a 45 degree angle with your stick first. You should never lead with your body. Yeah. So it's like your sticks extended, you, you reach the girl, you pull your stick in and then you can play actual defense. But until then you have to lead with your stick. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. right? Like it, it just defeats the purpose of defense. Correct. Yeah. Like what's the point? Yeah, I got a lot. Go out and play (laughs) Trilax. Literally. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming there is literally nothing like that in men's lacrosse whatsoever. Can you think of can you think of one rule that like makes your head hurt as much as it is right now? Like anything you just think is so stupid, you're it's, like, why it's is the fa- right? it's the face-off rule face-off for me? Yeah. It's yeah. the face-off rule. I I I guess I'm biased just because I'm a Fogo. Yeah. But the changing the face-off rule, like I said earlier, stupidest thing ever. Even like Greg Grenlian, uh, he's one of the best face-off guys ever, and a bunch of other like D one like top D one guys were like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like NCA didn't talk to anybody about it. Apparently, they talked to couple coaches d1 coaches about it but like didn't make anybody aware that the decision was even up there yeah but i mean other penalties i um like i think the diving in the crease rule is kind of stupid because of a lot like a lot of injuries because you guys have the same crease as we do but um basically when you turn the corner now as long as you release as long as the ball's in the net before you go into the crease you can dive into the crease Wait, what? You yeah, you can leave your feet and jump like if you like let's say like I came from behind the net and came around and I jumped, I could jump over the crease and if I don't land in it and the ball goes in or it doesn't go in, I don't get called for a penalty. Or if I don't make contact, I can't make contact with the goalie either. So it's kind of like hockey in that sense. One, my mind is blown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? I don't understand that. Yeah, it's called a crease dive. Well, I knew, like, I knew, I knew about, I think I knew about the dive, the diving thing, but, like, I didn't know that it was that extensive that you could literally, like, like, in, in women's lacrosse, the crease is, like, it's almost like a it's like a cylindrical tube upwards, and you cannot cross through it, like, ever. Oh, we can, well, I mean, we can't go, like, if you're playing attack, you can't go in the crease, but, like, if there's a shot and it goes behind the net and you're standing right behind the crease and the ball is, like, sitting on the back of the net, you can like reach over and like try to scoop it out. What? Did not know as, that. As yeah. long as you don't, as long as your feet don't, or like you, like let's say I was reaching over and a defender came in and tapped me and my, and my, like my hand went down in the crease, then I get called for a crease penalty. But right. like other than that, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't play offense anymore, but from the way I understand it and the way I see it is as long as you're not like diving at the goalie and you're trying to just to like, get to sp- like kind of the jump towards space kind of yeah then it's all fair game but 
if the goalie stuffs you and you land in the crease, they get a free clear because you land in the crease violation and you just look like an asshole. Right. So can you do that, like, if the ball is anywhere in the crease or is it just, like, if it's in the back of the net and, like, away? You can, you can do it anywhere. But, like, if you're going for it and, like, the goalie's going for it and because the goalie's kind of priority, then you'll get, like, um interference, goalie interference. Right. Or, like, when the goalie's clearing it, I don't know if it's the same for you, but, like, if, like, people try to jump in front of you while you're trying to throw an outlet pass, if they make contact with your stick, then it's, like, an interference call again. Even if they're outside of the crease? Uh-huh. Oh. Or, no, it, the goalie has to be in the crease. Right. Okay. But if yeah, the yeah, yeah. defender is outside the crease? Yeah, like, if you're – because do you guys – can you guys keep one foot in the crease and that counts as, like, you being in the crease still? I don't think so. Like, do you guys have that rule? I don't – I'm not – I don't play goalie. But, like, I know – I see goalies only taking, like, one foot out of the crease and stuff like that. But, like, I think it's, like, if you're in the crease, like, if you're – if a goalie's clearing it, let's say you're clearing it to the alley – and the attackman jumps in front of you trying to, like, stay, like stop, like, catch it, and you're, they hit your stick, it's an automatic clear for goalie interference. That, yeah, that does not – I don't think that happens. Because, okay, well – As like, soon as – What would – like, if – what if the goalie, like, clears it and, like, you're just in the way and the goalie, like, hits you? Does that still count because you were, like, in the way? Or is it only, like, if you, like – Oh, no. That's – it's like if you're going after, like if the goalie's got to clear and you're like, you start running at them and jump up in the air and then you like, kind of like in the NFL, like on like a punt, like you have to like create space. Mm-hmm. Right. But like if, if you're just standing there and you're like going up for it and the goalie throws in, hits you on the way, act like hits your stick on the way going through and he's throwing through you, then they're not going to really call it. Right. But if you're like going after, if they're, if you're going after the kid, then. Gotcha. They're going to be like, okay, you are you weren't in control there for a minute. Yeah, we probably, I'm sure there's a rule like that. It just doesn't really happen that often. Because, and I, I was going to say, because in, in high school, once I cleared and like broke a girl's finger because she was in my way. And I was like, what do you want me to do? Not clear it? Um, I'm sure she's fine now. Got to throw, throw a little fake. Well, no, I made the clear. It was fine for me. It wasn't my teammate. Much. And I'm in my way. You never guard the goalie anyway. I hate when we team- guard the goalie sometimes. When you go into well, how many do you, how many people do you guys have? Do you have ten on the field? No, we have twelve. Twelve? Well, including goalie. So yeah. Yeah, we have ten, including goalie. Why did I not know that? Yeah, we have. I, I thought. You- Four defenders, three midfielders, four attack, and then a goalie. So 12. What do you guys? Yeah, we're three, 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 and a goalie. Interesting. Yeah, ours is more like soccer setup, kind of. That's, that's weird. Yeah, it's very much like soccer setup. Yeah. Yeah. I've always felt like... Okay, good women's lacrosse does not look chaotic. However, when we have like watched your guys's games, it always just looks way more chill than women's lacrosse does. Like I don't know how to describe it. It looks like it just doesn't look as frantic as we do when we're all on the field. Like which I guess makes sense cuz it doesn't I've always thought you guys don't look as congested as we do, but 
but like that. Well, I feel like, I, I feel like it's like more like what we were talking about, like the shooting space rule and how this defense can actually like. I'm not trying to be in a hole, but like guys across, we can actually play defense. Yeah. So like we can like. I don't really have to worry about somebody running past me because when they go into their dodge, I can just run into them and stop them right yeah. away. Right. So oh like God. people, I guess, I think people are more uh, cautious with the dodges they take because they know that if they dodge, they can be rolling right into and getting cracked or you dodge. And sometimes you dodge and it's not even to do anything. It's just to get some movement going around because, but in like, girls lacrosse you i guess it, I'm, I'm not speaking from experience but like you guys can kind of just run around each other right like if one if one girl's faster than you they can just out outrun you and then just get to the net right for defense for women's it's much more about containing and just like angling your body a certain way in hopes that they don't dodge you or if they do you can just like it's literally all about stance and it's more of like a prevent type defense yeah yeah exactly yeah and I also feel like another reason that women's lacrosse looks so chaotic is because there is that like even I mean even at the like higher d1 and professional women's lacrosse level like because there's so much whistleblowing like it just looks like not sorry but stupid it looks dumb like because we're just it's just constant stoppage it's very technical yeah whereas I feel like they just let you guys play a lot more and I envy that very much so going off the chaotic stuff well do you think it has to do with like your restraining lines because aren't your restraining lines on like the 30 yeah we have a so between the 30s obviously like everyone can play but there always has to be four from each team back when um on attack and then so there's seven from each team over the restraining lines each time so that's a lot of people when you think yeah, about it now now you because just going on off this because now i'm now i'm brainstorming because now you guys have 12 you have 12 players now and you're you have two separate like restraining lines where you guys can't go so like ours is at the 50 so on each side we'll have you can only have six people in a goalie on each side right that's so, so that's so much we on on one half of the field we have as many of you guys have on like your whole like thing, but then on one side I guess you guys would have like twenty one twenty one people or something somewhere around there. What are you doing? Wait, how did we get here? What are we? What are we? What deep is nine plus ten? I have officially gone off the deep end. <laughs> what wages are you trying to do? Okay, so offense and defense on one, like, inside the one restraining line, how many people would that be? That would be 7v7. 7v7 and a goalie, so 15, right? Did that matter? Okay, so, yeah, you have 15 people in a much tighter area than – because we have 50 or, like, 55 yards. So, I feel like your guys is so much more congested, especially with no defense, you guys having to run around more. It's going to look like yeah i think that the restraining line is really just the root of most of our problems because <laughs> yeah like where, it... that's where the delay game comes from that's where all of the like offside fouls come from like and those penalties it's just 
You can do it. Like, it does a lot of switching on and off of who's midfielders. Okay, that's the other thing. I wish we subbed more like you guys do. I mean, I guess we also sub on the fly, but I feel like it's so different. Like for men's, there's obviously you guys have a bigger team altogether. Um, and honestly, maybe it's just our this is a personal Wilkes women's lacrosse thing but we do a lot of like switching midfield attacker defense defense attacker so like constantly it's like oh my god is there four people behind the restraining line for us or are we about to get an offsides call and that's a that gets hectic with us too because sometimes like people are like so in the box we'll be like oh we need one we need one or we need two and then kind of figure out how we go but sometimes like You'll pull an, you'll pull two kids off, and then a whole midi line would run on, and then you're you're playing offense, and you're like, wait, why do we have seven people? Or like somebody runs over the midline when they're not supposed to, and then we only have two defenders, and then yeah. you're like, oh, we got seven on offense now, and then we lose an offense possession, which yeah. happens a decent amount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like if they push your guys like straight lines back to the 45 that would help a lot immensely because like 30 so can you guys can play behind the net so like you guys have like 35 yards to work with and can you guys go over the restraining line or no like you can bring the ball back over the restraining line but you would literally get jumped yeah okay so yeah you guys got like 35 yards to work with they yeah. just shrunk that area like a little bit mm-hmm. and give you guys like 45 i feel like that would help a lot it would be nice. I this is my official request from the to the NCAA. Yeah. Lascalzo, thank you for joining us. I hope I'm sure the people have loved it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. It was nice to hear a men's lax perspective. Yeah, it was good. It was and, really good. And honestly, we didn't even really like argue that much about like men's versus women. So that was refreshing. That was so refreshing. Yeah, I feel I feel like most of our argument, most of our debates are arguing with each other about it. Well, Lascalzo, thank you so much for being here. We love talking to you. You're welcome back anytime. Yes, anytime. We're gonna be like the new Alex Jones of this podcast. <laughs> also, sorry, Just but like I spreading thought, conspiracy. I I thought that until like. Like, I think sometimes it's still in the back of my mind that your name is Anthony, not Alex. I don't know why that is. Nope. My roommate's name is Anthony. Yeah. Okay. That's Duffy's real name. I didn't know that. I just assumed that everybody's name is Jake because everybody's name is Jake. That's fair. We have, like, five Jakes on our team. Exactly. Anyway, thank you so much for being here, and we really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed being on. Oh, would you like to plug your social media? Um, if you guys want to follow me on the gram, it's Alex underscore Lascalzo24. And I post a lot of movie stuff on my Instagram stories. So if you like movies, give me a follow. Wait, I like movies. I don't think I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> Do I? We'll tag you. Don't worry. Yes. Us, it's uh, at Chicks with Sticks. Chicks with Sticks podcast. Instagram, chicks6podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us a Gmail. 
don't follow our Twitter. We don't post there. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe one day. We're well, just, folks, we're just keeping the name reserved. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.